Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, where we believe that marketing strategy should be delivered in plain English. This is Lorraine Ball. And this is Jared Jewett. And this week, we're going to talk about being at home. Okay, like relaxing at home, or working at home, or working at other people. We're going to talk about working at other people's homes. Awesome. This is a kind of unique sort of niche, the group of people that actually do their jobs in other people's homes. Yeah, absolutely. So we're talking about uh, HVAC companies, we're talking about uh, plumbers, I mean, who else? I mean, anybody, even people who come and fix your car at your house. I mean, anytime you go to someone's uh, house and really work on either the inside or the outside. Yeah, and particularly when you're working on the inside, electricians and plumbers and drywall companies, there's a unique challenge in that you never get to play on your turf. You've always got kind of a little bit of a disadvantage when you're trying to make that sales presentation, when you're trying to build trust, and marketing, and particularly the internet, is an amazing tool for companies that are trying to get a leg up in a home sales situation. Absolutely, because the internet most of the time is in someone's house, right? They're accessing information about you while they're at home in a place they're comfortable and they want to know that if they're going to bring you in to be in their environment, that you better be trustworthy. You nailed it. And so, if you are a plumber or a heating and air conditioning company, this week's show is for you. And where you need to start is with your website. Because as you just said, when people are shopping for services, these days, they ain't going to the yellow pages. Oh, exactly. They, um, they sit down in front of their desktop computer and say, where can I find a great place to get a new air conditioning system? Or where can I get my air conditioning system worked on you know, at the right price? If you're doing your job and you're there and you're producing the content that'll get you found as an authority on this kind of topic, uh, then that's your best best bet for getting it. So let's kind of start there. We'll start with kind of local search and local SEO and talk about things that companies can do to increase the chances that they'll get found when somebody says to Siri, Siri, who can repair my toilet? And this applies to when people are having that question at the supermarket and they whip out their phone and all of a sudden, oh my goodness, the idea pops in you know, to mom's head. She says, oh no, when I come home, my air conditioning isn't working the way I need it to. It's hot in the summer. That's where she's going to get the idea. So being in local search and being, uh, being able to be found anywhere on Google is really what it's all about. Okay, so simple tips for HVAC companies or any kind of home service company. Number one, you've got to have a good website, mobile responsive so people can look at it on their phone, and then the information has to be well organized. Yeah, absolutely. So figure out uh, the, the services, I would say, that you're best at and write about those. First off, write about the service that you provide, your, your standard uh, going rate, what you do on an inspection or on a maintenance run. Have that information as sort of the static information that doesn't change. Uh, make sure it's trustworthy. Make sure you know you sound what the heck, like you know what the heck you're talking about. Um, and then build a plan to continue to write about that product or service. Again, to really prove that you know what you're doing. And so, you've heard me say it before, this is where a blog comes in. You have to, have to, have to be adding information, profiles about your employees. 
not only is this good information for Google search to identify that, oh, they've got a Nate certified technician or they have a master plumber. It's also really good for that homeowner that's trying to decide, should I bring you into my house? Because now they meet Joe and Joe likes to bowl and paint with watercolors. Yeah, the best marketing that you can do as a service company is really the marketing that focuses on, you know, A, you've got all your SEO stuff down pat. So you've got the stuff for the robots. Okay, fantastic. You know what the heck you're talking about. But on the other side of the coin, no one's going to buy from you if you don't have some friendly faces, right? The people that they can see and say, okay, I'd be okay with that guy literally coming in and hanging out in my basement for three hours. Um, and if you don't have the information that's going to let them trust you in that way, then you're losing the people uh, to, to other businesses, to competitors who are really willing to bring that human element. Great. And that's, so that's the first part of it. You've got to have that website that's there and ready. But there maybe are some more advanced SEO tricks. Yeah. For local search. Oh, for local search, it is also about the kind of positive reviews that you can get from people uh, who have actually used your service, right? So the people who are right down the street, oh my goodness, uh, their sump pump broke, you know, and they called you, you were there in time, you were right at the, for the right price, uh, they trusted you to come and you did a great job. Um, and if you do your job to ask them to just write a simple review for your company. It can be positive, uh, it can be negative. Hopefully it isn't negative, hopefully you've done a good enough job. But even if it is, at least someone is out there uh, talking about you and that matters in local SEO, it really does. And you know what, this really isn't any different than the way companies went to market 25 years ago. The only difference was 25 years ago, if my basement was flooded, I picked up the telephone and I called my sister or my neighbor and I said, all right, the sump pump isn't working, there's two inches of water, who do I call? And today, I may or may not have to call my sister. I may still do that, but I may also check online and look for those reviews. And it amazes me how many different places people are looking for reviews. Yeah, they're all over the place. So you can find a Yelp, which isn't always service companies, but you can find a lot of information about them there. Um, it's so funny that you said uh, people don't go to the yellow pages because actually online sometimes they do. Yellow page reviews aren't that bad. If people are reviewing you there, great, fantastic. You've got a place where someone is talking about you online on a, a review site that is trusted by Google, right? Um, and of course, Google reviews in and of themselves. Now those are the, the ones you want to target. I actually just read an article a couple of days ago with a really, really cool tip that I liked a whole heck of a lot. Um, where a local SEO um, expert said one of the best things he uh, ever recommends uh, to his, especially service clients, is when your guys are done with the job, make sure that they have in hand a laminated sheet of paper that says, please review us on our Google Plus page or our Google My Business page uh, with very, maybe two or three directions. You know, one, the URL to that page so they can very easily find it. Two um, instructions, you know, essentially that say, make sure you're on a Google account. Please review us either positively or negatively. Be honest. And three, you know, thank you. And it's laminated so people can't crumple it up and throw it away. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? That's brilliant. That is, that's really, that's really nice. It's that idea of doing it on the spot. And really the best time to hand that card to somebody is... If you finish the work, 
and you go upstairs and you kind of go over everything with the homeowner and as you go off to start working on the invoice and you tell them you know what I'm gonna sit down over here and just I'm gonna go out of my truck and finish up your invoice while I'm doing that will you do this not even will you do it later but while I'm doing that will you do this or you know what I have to go down and just clean up my tools here's my iPad and it's already at the right page can you do it and so anything you can do to get people to, to, to do that review right then is awesome yep and it, it's not that difficult again like you said if, if you guys you know have the uh, the capital to get one iPad that goes around with your service technicians for that very reason it will be worth everything you know you hit the nail on the head when you said you know you hope it's a good review but if it's not and I think a lot of times service companies are afraid of those bad reviews, but here's the deal. You'll either see the bad reviews or you won't. If you don't invite customers to post those reviews where you're going to see them, they're still going to say those things about you. You just won't know it. If you're getting lots of bad reviews, you've got a problem that is bigger than you marketing. One other review site that, that you didn't mention in that list, and it is still out there and it does get a lot of traffic, is Angie's List. And I know that contractors have a love-hate relationship with Angie's List. There is an advertising component to that, and I understand it. But if your customers are a little bit older and they are relying on Angie's List, it makes sense for you to make sure and at least monitor what's going up on that site. And most of the time, it probably will be worth a little bit of your marketing budget just to be there, just to have your name and specifically a link back to, you know, this website we talked about that you need to have. Um, Angie's List it is a very powerful tool for that. If you're paying, you know, X number of dollars a month, just to even have that link, I would not say that that's a bad thing. And the other thing is if you don't get the reviews as your technician is walking out the door, that's not your last chance. One of the things that we do with a lot of our home services clients is we get a list of everyone they did business with in the last 30 days. And we send them an email and we thank them for their business and we and invite them to post a review. And right in that email is a link. We also encourage them in that same email to call if they have any questions or problems. And we've had really good responses. Number one, we get a lot of reviews completed but our clients also get calls from customers and usually it's little things it's those little nagging things that a customer would never think about calling but I got this email yeah I'll drop them a quick note and it gives the contractor an opportunity to go from being good to great yeah, and it's all about reducing that friction, right? So maybe the customer didn't, in the first place, even think it, it was okay to call you. I mean, the customer, many customers are like that too. They just, the thought doesn't even cross their mind, but you're right. So if you open the door to them uh, and you say, it's actually very easy to write this review, it's actually very easy to call us, we will make your problem right. I mean, it's that second touch where then you've really built the trust, built the relationship. Now the next time they have a problem or a service need, um, you're the first people they're going to think about. Absolutely. And that leads me to my next point. In many home service businesses, there is kind of this reoccurring opportunity. You know, you fixed my upstairs toilet last year, the shower now this year needs a little bit of work. Or maybe there's a leak in my kitchen faucet. 
And so if you're in the home services industry, you've got to have a way of staying in touch with people so that you stay front and center in their mindset when they need you again. And one of the best ways to do that is email. Right, an email newsletter. It doesn't even have to be uh, filled with sales information. It really doesn't. It can just be about um, teaching your customers maybe some great seasonal tips for uh, keeping up their house, right? It's so interesting because you're actually telling them ways that uh, to, to make sure they're keeping up their equipment so it doesn't break, so maybe they don't call you, but that's fine. You're building trust for them or with them so when, when inevitably their equipment does fail, again, you are top of mind. The other thing, and I think that this is, again, one of my favorite strategies, and it goes back way before I ever did internet marketing, was to build a circle of three or four different home services professionals. Get a a roofer, an electrician, a landscape architect, a plumber, all in one group, and work together to stay in touch with homeowners. Maybe you don't have anything new to talk to homeowners about this month for your heating and air conditioning business. But if you've got a roofer that you work closely with, why not let him write an article for your newsletter? Share that article to your community. Guess what? You can then, in exchange, ask him to share your information on when to change a filter. And so... Each of you has got probably a little bit of overlap if you serve the same community, but my guess is that your roofer knows a lot of people you don't know. Right. So expanding your network in that way way, and having the ability to essentially amplify uh, the messages that you put out uh, about topics that you really know inside and out uh, to networks that you would otherwise not be able to touch, you know, why would you not try to, uh, to try to create those And there is kind of this implicit endorsement. So I wouldn't necessarily run out and promote the very first roofer that that you met. I think that you need to be selective about who you introduce to your customers. But building that group of core professionals and making sure that when there's a flooded basement, you might get the electrical work, but you don't do the sump pump or you don't do the mold remediation, but having somebody that you know that does gives you an opportunity to cross-market to each other's customers. So, home services. You guys have got a tremendous advantage because you are selling a product or a service that people do need and need regularly. You have a disadvantage because people are not quite sure they want to invite you into their home. And so, use the information that you've got to make the sales process a little easier. If you've enjoyed today's program, if you'd like to learn more about marketing and networking tips in general, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.